Hello, and welcome to the Soul Bond Podcast. I am your host, Keith Rao. We are going to take a look at the real, rare, and unique phenomenon known as soul bonding, and also known as soul merging. We are going to explore my own personal experiences and my communication with my guardian angels, spirit guides, loved ones who have passed away, most importantly, my communications with the spirit of my first love who recently passed away, Chen. I am in a unique position as I am able to communicate with them through my wife and occasionally my daughter, who are both psychic mediums. My daughter is still in the process of learning, but she is pretty good at what she does. I wrote a book called Soul Bond by myself, Keith Rao. It's available on Amazon. It's free if you have a Kindle Unlimited. Otherwise, it's $8.99 for the ebook, $12.99 for the paperback, or $19.99 for the hardcover, plus shipping and taxes where applicable. I highly recommend you read the book first before listening to further episodes of this podcast so you can understand the foundation of this amazing journey I'm on and so you can better understand who I am as a person. The reason I wrote this book and decided to start this podcast is because there is very little info info on actual soul bonding and a lot of misconceptions about what soul bonding really is. There are also a lot of pop culture examples, but we will discuss those in a later episode. There are a lot of beliefs by therapists, relationship counselors, mental health professionals, who believe soul bonds are formed in relationships or during sexual intercourse. These are examples of bonding and forming a connection or reconnecting to a soul in the case of twin flames or soulmates. In my case, this is a twin flame relationship. A true soul bond is when two people's souls merge together. Let's describe it as conjoined souls, kind of like conjoined twins. They exist together, but each has its own identity. My wife and her practice of being a psychic medium has only experienced this four times, including my own experience. The other three were grandparents who soul bonded with their grandchildren to help protect them throughout their lifetime and kind of be their spirit guide and help them make the right choices in life once they figure out this as they get older. As far as I know, soul bonds don't happen between two living people, as these relationship counselors may lead you to believe. In my case, my soul bonder, Jen, passed away a couple of months ago and chose to soul bond with me. In other cases, when two people have both passed away, they both can bond souls in the afterlife. In some cases, they may have to reincarnate or choose to reincarnate for some reason. And in others, like my case, the reincarnation thing is not necessary. I have reasons to believe that I'm not going to have to come back. I've learned the lessons, the karmic lessons I've needed to learn in the lifetimes I've lived. And I'll be able to stay on the other side with my guardian angel 
and my soul under Jen. Other cases like that, it's not necessary to reincarnate. There's also other instances where if you reincarnate, there'll be an age difference, or you just may not meet, and then you're going to have to go through this process again. But if you learned your karmic lessons, you shouldn't have to reincarnate. But I'm not in charge of that. We'll get into something called the Spirit Council down the road in another episode. This was revealed to me by my daughter, who it was revealed to her from the other side. At this point, I'm going to have to pause and explain a few things. At this juncture, people in the mental health field that listen to this or read my book are likely going to say that I have some unhealthy attachment. Even religious people say attachments are bad. It's not like being possessed by the devil. Trust me, it's nothing like that. I'm not going to go out and do like crazy things that I shouldn't be doing. No, it's for some greater purpose that hasn't yet been revealed to me, but at the appropriate time will be. They might say things like, I'm crazy, I have delusions, psychosis, or some other kind of mental health disorder, which would make you experience those things. Let me explain. I do have various mental health and developmental disabilities. I'm not crazy. I live with Asperger's syndrome, or in America, we now just describe it as autism spectrum disorder, but they present in different ways. And I don't think they should have combined them in the same because classic autism presents one way and Asperger's syndrome presents in a different way. But they're very similar, but low-functioning autism or nonverbal, that leads to other complicated issues. But we'll get in that at some other time as well. I have also had a lifelong depressive disorder. An anxiety disorder, panic attacks, agoraphobia, you can look up what that is yourself, and various physical health elements like Meniere's disease, which affects your vestibular system, your hearing, your balance, and likely will cause tinnitus, which is an annoying noise in your head that's not really there. Not a hallucination, it's just like ringing in your brain. It's not really in your ear. They'd done experiments in the past where they made people go deaf, and they still heard that annoying noise. So although your hearing may affect it, it's something in your brain compensating for the hearing loss. I have taken multiple psychological and multiple neuropsychological tests to be diagnosed with these disorders, which determined I have all those things because I did several years of research before this Plus, with having autistic children, I noticed they, I have three that have Asperger's syndrome. One was diagnosed after me, one and the other two were diagnosed many years before. And I put the two and two together of all the similarities and why I acted the way I did. And I went down a road of self-discovery, let's say. And it led me to this point, but I don't have anything that... And I don't even have LSD flashbacks or anything like this. So it's nothing like that. 
you know, there are people out there that think machines control their head and crazy things like that and watch out for the red cars and crazy conspiracy theories that you'll see on YouTube if you look hard enough. But no, it's not those things. None of the things I have will cause issues that would do these things, and I don't have any other issues that would. People in the religious community may also say these things are not possible, but all religions do contain truth. But no religion is all truth, and each religion interprets the Bible or whatever book they use in their own way. Much like you could do yourself. But a lot of the things that are beliefs like guardian angels and God and the great were called other things like the Native Americans call God the great spirit. This has happened since before, long before the Bible was ever written is my guess. But there's lots of cultures and societies that didn't know what the Bible was and they still believe in gods or God or gods or otherworldly beings. They also see spirits and spirit guides and totem animals and a lot of other things. We'll get into other episodes down the road as well. You know, there's even people in the paranormal community and psychic mediums that are going to disagree with some of the things I say in future episodes of this podcast, as well as probably this one. Their experience is their experience, and mine is mine. They may see things one way, and I or my wife may see them differently. There are also times when it's hard to understand messages or decipher them from the other side, especially if there's no way to confirm the information. A lot of times you'll get a message and it won't make sense at the time, but then later on it'll register something in your brain and you'll be like, oh yeah. This happens to my wife sometimes with people she reads and then they come back months or years later and explain that she was right. This has happened more times than I even know. There, yeah, so you get messages and you might not know what they are. You can't confirm them or you just don't understand them at the time. Other times, it's easy once you open your eyes. First, you got to open your mind. Then you open your eyes. You look around and you'll see signs and synchronicities everywhere. If you're going through this process, you're going to see a lot more. I have read several people's comments and forums I've seen online, and they had quite similar experiences to some of the things I've been experiencing over the last couple months. So we're going to leave it there. This is just a trailer to the Soul Bond podcast. Remember, I'm your host, Keith Rao. And until next time, I wish you good health, love, light, wealth, and healing. And may all your days be blessed.